This is the fear of science. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to The Fear of Science, the podcast that dives into the wide world of science and science-adjacent topics to demystify, debunk, and delight. Each podcast features a different subject along with special guests to help us explore and learn together. My name is Daniel Chai. And I'm Jeff Porter. And uh, Jeff, I don't know, you know, I haven't been able to tell you this before, but I am talking to you live on my brand new $25,000 diamond studded microphone. Can you tell? <laughs> I can. The sound quality is incredible. Thank you. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I, I really, you know, I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to spend that much money on a microphone, but you know what? I thought to myself, you know what? I work hard. I deserve it. You know, uh, and really, I'm just here to uh, help out the economy, right? It, it was worth it. I can hear the diamonds. <laughs> you know, you know, Jeff, now that I think about it, you know, I threw away the receipt and the box. I don't know if I can return it. No, oh, man, I maybe I maybe I let consumerism run away with me. <laughs> and that is our episode that we're talking about. We are doing... Uh, fear of consumerism today. Ah, man, uh, as we could tell, I, I'm not sure if I have the fear of it, but I definitely suffer from it. <laughs> Luckily, though, uh, we have two special guests here to uh, explore this topic and uh, learn a bit more about what it is and why it is. Uh, first off, uh, joining us, uh, our first special guest is Plains Cree. Born in Prince George, the unceded territory of the Clay Dene Nation. Uh, our special guest now lives in Toronto with a background in STEM and has been with Buns since 2017. Let's please say hello to Jessica. Hello. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, for, for all of our listeners, the, the thousands of listeners worldwide uh, who... <laughs> That number changes uh, a lot, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I know for a fact that some some of my uh, favorite people are big fans of buns, so very excited to have you here, Jess. And for, of course, our Vancouver listeners, where uh, Fear of Science is calls home, we're very excited to welcome our next special guest, uh, the program manager of the social enterprise Miscellany Finds. Their mission is to train women with back-to-work skills for the job market through their wonderful thrift store right in the heart of Commercial Drive, one of my favorite places to stop in. Uh, unfortunately, not enough diamond-studded microphones. <laughs> but we are very excited to, to have Portia Sam here. Hello, Portia. Uh, I'm very excited because uh, Portia, you know, and Miss and Miscellaneous Find, uh, they're they're all about recycling. Responsible reconsumption is their recycling motto, uh, and they started their social enterprise in 2009, and uh, they're run by a wonderful volunteer corps. So, very glad to have you here, Portia. Thank you. Yeah, thank both of you for being on. This is going to be an interesting topic. This is actually our uh, our Christmas special. So, 
That's a good time for this one. <laughs> yeah, Daniel and I were talking, how are we going to do a Christmas episode? And uh, we came up with the idea of fear of consumerism. Um, so we always start off every episode with talking about why are people afraid of the subject? Um, this one's a little bit different. Um, I'm going to ask more, do we think that people are afraid of consumerism? Is that an actual fear that people have? Yeah, I, I don't mind jumping in. Um, I, I personally don't think people are afraid of consumerism. Um, uh, I think it's the exact opposite. Maybe we should have a healthier fear of consumerism. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, all the things that I've seen, it leads me to believe that that's just not so. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if whole economies are built on consumerism now, so yeah, I don't think so. Right. And I, right. I agree with that as well. Absolutely. I don't think it's of consumerism itself. I think it is the fear to not consume um, right. as to where that comes from and whether, you know, whatever the driving forces behind it are, whether it's FOMO or what we saw in the spring with the pandemic and, you know, people converging on all stores and buying them out because they were afraid. Yeah. Yeah, true. Toilet paper again in 2020. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, uh, I, I, you know, that leads us into the to the next question uh, that Jeff, you know, uh, kindly put together for us. You know, is there a pressure to consume? Uh, do we do we feel that you know our listeners, that people who uh, you know people who are everyday neighbors, our partners, our families, are we are we trained? Are we pressured to consume? A hundred percent. Yep, absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. Absolutely. Now, uh, one of my favorite things, unfortunately, on this podcast to do is play devil's advocate. So, <laughs> so here I go. Uh, now, is is that such a bad thing? Is is it such a bad thing that people are expected to buy things to consume? You know, uh, uh, uh you know, it's part of the economy. We got to keep that economic engine running. Um, you know, if people work hard and they want to, you know, uh, treat themselves to a new video game or a new $25,000 diamond studded microphone, is that so wrong? <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting question because I, I think it really, it really depends on the extent of it, right? Like everyone needs to buy things. You can't say, oh, don't buy things anymore. Um, and there's nothing wrong with going out and, and buying your your diamond microphone. Um, but it's when the pressure comes into it and the keeping up with the Joneses and feeling like everybody else has this, so I need to have this. The latest iPhone came out, which means I need to have the iPhone 12 because it's the best iPhone ever made. Um, and, and I think when you start doing that, you're creating this, this eternal manufacturing, everything just needs to be manufactured all the time. Um, and, and that's kind of what's, what's doing us in as a society, in my opinion. Um, and that's why I'm glad that, that, uh, apps like buns and that thrift stores exist because we're reusing, which is one of the most important, uh, of the three R's, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you. I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think people really think about it. I think it's, yeah. it's, um, I think 
consuming. It's, it's almost like going out for dinner, you know, like, hey, let's meet at this store. And people go and they drop some cash and they, you know, together. And, you know, they do that thing. I don't think they really even think about it. Um, you know, I've heard people say, like, every weekend, that's what they do with their girlfriends. They go shopping. Right. Like, I'm talking new. I'm not talking, you know, repurposing things, you know, like this store, like recycling stuff. Right. Um, I don't think people really think about it. It's just it's just what what we do. It's what we do. Yeah. And I'm not opposed to needing things. I mean, I, I need stuff that I can't get in the in a thrift store. Um, I think I probably shop at this point, probably 85% thrift, but sometimes, you know, I can't wait to get a certain thing that I need and I have to go and get it new. Now I'm not going to say I'm going to get, um, the 25,000 diamond studded microphone. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Don't see the need to be honest. You know, I mean, if you want, you want you, right. We want what we want. So, you know, I think that that's okay. If, if that's what you want. Um, but I think when people are more aware of the environment and the cost to our environment, I think that that's when they stop and they go, you know, maybe I don't need this right now. Maybe I can wait until I bump into it in a thrift store, or maybe I can source it on funds, or maybe I can source it on Craigslist or Marketplace or, do you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm going to look for it secondhand first before mm-hmm. I go and buy it new. Because they are so hyper aware of the environment. And, you know, whatever it is we want, it's out there, made already. Just yeah. for us to find it. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm the king of uh, purchasing things on Facebook Marketplace and, and Craigslist. Oh, I always go there. I think it's the Dutch side of me as well. I'm just cheap. I'd rather be able to get it at a better deal than having to buy a brand new. Brand new. Uh, my my friend, I am Chinese, so. <laughs> what does that mean? You think you're good? <laughs> do uh, do our cultures have to have a cheap off? Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, you know, um, uh, what I I do, you know, I I think especially, uh, especially in this time period, where uh. You know, uh, not only economic concerns, but environmental concerns as well. You know, you raise a really good point, Portia, about, you know, we we have to start worrying about the environmental impact. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, consumerism, you know, it, 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 it really does impact, you know, so much more than our pocketbook. It, it impacts, uh, you know, the world. So absolutely, if we can uh, start you know, reusing, thrifting, uh, handing down so much better, right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, uh, now, for, you know, a lot of us, we grew up with thrift stores. We love thrift stores. Uh, I would love to learn a little bit more about miscellany and your mission and, and how you work to, to uh, you know, help people, you know, almost like shift their consumerism needs, as it were. Um, but you know, uh, uh, buns. Buns is a fairly new thing that I've been learning about. Uh, my uh, my wife uses it quite a lot. One of my dearest friends uses it a lot. But you know, for our listeners, there may be some who are like, "What is buns?" So Jessica, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit. What is buns? <laughs> <laughs> so 
Buns is a bartering based marketplace platform. Uh, so hashtag no cash in the zone. Um, so it's a place where people can trade items that they no longer need, that definitely still have life in them for items that they do need or something that they do want. Um, Buns was started as a Facebook group in 2013 and it became an app first with Android in early 2015. Um, so it's also available on iOS and, um, and on the web. And one, probably one of the most interesting uh, concepts and places that I've ever worked. Um, mm. There, the the community that exists within Buns is is very interesting. It is very driven by people who want to be as ethical as they possibly can within consumption, um, and it's also you know a place to try and bring back you know the very old concept of bartering, as mm -hmm. opposed to you know buying new because this is it's not like we came up with it. This is you know. Um, this is one of the oldest ways of, of, of trade between people, right? So, um, yeah, that's what Buns is. It's a place to uh, yeah, find things that you need and let go of things that you no longer do. So, that's you know, awesome. for example, uh, on so right now uh, at Buns.com, uh, I'm mm -hmm. able to see. So Buns is currently in Montreal, Ottawa, San Francisco, Toronto, Vancouver. So a number of major Canadian cities, as well as San Fran San Francisco, uh, is there plans to expand Buns to further cities? Absolutely. And we do have a really, really great thriving community in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so that, that really started to kick up last year. Um, we also have thriving communities in London, Greater London. Um, and interestingly... Cork in Ireland, Cork City. Cork City is driving really hard at being a zero waste city. Really? And yeah. And so we have we have a small but very dedicated community in Cork. Um and which is which is really interesting and really cool. Uh so we we Buns is available anywhere you have an internet connection, basically. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the things I really enjoy about um buns or or craigslist or going to thrift stores is that it's it's the hunt it's like trying to find something interesting and unique that that has a story and that um that you can you know give love to again and and like i love restoring things as well um i right now i'm i'm taking an r2d2 uh a child's r2d2 kit and i'm modding it to look like an actual r2d2 um, but I love doing stuff like that. Actually, I used to use buns um, a lot uh, before the pandemic because I would have people over to do trivia nights. And every time I had um, friends over, they would leave uh, like bottles of wine <laughs> as like a thank you. And I, I don't like wine. I've never liked wine. So I would have these cupboards just full of wine. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. And then I'd go on to buns. So many people want wine on buns as a trade item. Absolutely. So I would make out like a bandit. I would get so much. I got my like my coffee table and chairs from buns for a bottle of wine. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I, Jeff, I would describe you uh, finding new homes uh, for the wine. Uh, you know, obviously you are a, a person who uses your due diligence. So I would describe that as responsible reconsumption. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, exactly. of course, is a segue into what Miscellany Finds uh, does here in Vancouver with their with their recycling motto. Uh, I was wondering, Portia, can you explain to us a little bit uh, for our Vancouver listeners who perhaps hasn't have haven't had a chance to visit uh, the thrift store or our other, you know, I, I myself am a huge thrift store fan. What is Miscellany Finds? It's a social enterprise, Miscellany Finds. And that means that we're a for-profit, uh, a for-profit store, this right. store. We're raising funds for our programs, which one being training women with back-to-work skills, as you said, to the job market. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's essentially very much like funds, except, you know, we, um, you know, we have a storefront. Um, we have lots of things that are gently used, brand new things that are beautiful, very, very old vintage things that people collect. Um, people donate here. You know, we get um, end of cycle things that are new from stores. Uh, the way we sell them that is, you know, we say maybe one day one of the women that are training here might come and apply for a job at your, at, um, at your shop. You know, um, so instead of sending them back to maybe Montreal or Toronto or wherever they send these things back and, you know, then they go get lost in the basement for 10 years, we, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll give us things. Um, you know, the general public bring us beautiful, beautiful things. And um, I mean, you know, one of the ways that we make it palatable, and I'm going to use that word, um, uh, is... You know, we just recognize that some people, you know, um, there are barriers for some people for thrift stores. The way we present things, I think, is really different. Everything is curated. Uh, and, I mean, we do that because that's the model that we we are trying to put forth. But, you know, it's things like smells or the way things look, you know. Um, people go, oh, it just, you know, it looks like a thrift store and that bothers them. Me, personally, that's that's, I like that look. I like that smell. That's, yeah. you know, but yeah. some people, um, you know, it's a barrier for them. So we make it, you know, we burn some sage, we put some lemongrass out, we make it smell nicely. We hear every day somebody says, oh, this, this doesn't smell like a thrift store. <laughs> yeah, we do that purposefully because, you know, we want you to come in and we want you to have a look around. And usually once people come in and have a look around, they go, oh, this is such a nice store. Well, that's the way we built it. You know, we know what we're doing. <laughs> Uh, because we want you to come back and we want you to just recognize that, yeah, there's some really beautiful things in here. You know, you can you could pay ten dollars for it or you could go you could go downtown to the shopping, you know, the new shopping district and you can pay 50 or 60 or 80 for it. That's fine, too. And, you know, some people I, I like to say people go, oh, yeah, but it's used. And I go, it's actually used in the store, too. No one has just bought it yet because maybe 15 people tried that on. So what's the difference? Right. You know what I mean? You know, we have certain things in our head that we get we get stuck in a certain place. So, yeah, you know, I mean, that's basically what we do. And I invite everybody to come in and have a look here. You know, yes. Um, It's a it's a uh, it's a beautiful store. Uh, Anytime I'm I'm able to pop in, it always feels very warm and welcoming. Uh, I do recognize you from being in the store uh, a number of times. Uh, you know, it, it has the curated, you know, the, the windows with all the items that, that are or will be available. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it's great. And I think, 
you know, one thing that I'm loving hearing from both, you know, both of you, you, uh, Jess and you, Portia, is talking about the community and how community is a big part of both funds and also the thrifting community. Absolutely. You know, I wonder, you know, this is maybe just a random thought, but I wonder, you know, because ultimately we're all trying to find a community and I may be looking too deep into this, but... (laughs) You know, I wonder sometimes, you know, if we if we buy things to to fill that hole that maybe because we're missing that that community, that sense, you know, uh, yeah. What do you hmm. guys think? Yeah, I don't think that you're digging too deep at all. I mean, yeah, no, I I I mean, again, I'm not a psychologist, but I think that, um, and I don't know if Jess will agree with me, because um, I mean, we get to we're in we're in it, so we see people day in and day out. We see the same people. I mean, new people come in all the time, but you know, there's a core group of people that come that only maybe they grew up shopping thrift. I didn't start shopping thrift until I was in uni, but um, yeah, people people love. They love they love it, you know. And but I think what it is is that they recognize that if you have um, you know one or two thrift stores that you uh, frequent, it's best to go maybe uh, every other day, every third day, you know, to get like for me thrifting. It's it's about a deal. It's right. about getting mm-hmm. something fabulous for a fabulous. Well, hunt. Yeah, it's about <laughs> a hunt. You know, and my some of the stores that I frequent, yeah, they know me because I try to go in every couple of days because things change so quickly in the thrift store, you know, and you just never know what you're going to bump into. Now, sometimes I am looking for things in the back of my head, very particular things. And then sometimes I'm not, not. I, I just bump into something that I go, oh, this is really great. And I know at some point I'm going to need this. So I get it. You know, because the price is right or whatever, whatever the case may be. But I think that there are people that, um, you know, maybe they figured out like thrifting. Maybe they have, maybe it's um, uh, like gambling. It's a, it's a thing, you know, like shopping is, you know, consuming is a thing. And maybe they figured out that, yeah, maybe thrifting, it's not going to hurt my pocketbook as much. Mm. So they, yeah, like I said, I'm not a psychologist. (laughs) I, I like to pretend I am, but we have a phrase that we often say here is I'm not a scientist, but yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we're very used to it. <laughs> well, uh, now I will, you know, um, I think also, uh, you know, cause I'm also very curious, you know, again, uh, Jeff, we're not, uh, we're not scientists, but we're also not economists, you know, <laughs> I'm also curious, you know, it is interesting as we are recording this, as we are heading into the holiday shopping season, you know, it seems like, it seems like every year, you know, it seems like every year, all of the analysts, all of the, the TV pundits are saying, you know, uh, uh, you know, it seems like they're saying, uh, you know, the spending is down and, you know, this is bad or, yeah. or you know, um, and it's almost like these pundits on TV are saying this to try and, 
make us feel bad for not spending enough. Yeah, <laughs> like, it like, really oh, does. You know, this year people only meant to people are only going to spend seventy five dollars uh, per person. Uh, that is down from the high of ninety eight in twenty sixteen. It's like what? It's interesting because the the holiday season is one of the well, it is the busiest uh, time for bodies. Um, and when we see the the really big upticks in daily active users with wow. uh, the application, because a lot of the, you know they get gifts that they don't necessarily um, want or need, or they're looking for things and trying to keep those costs down. So you know we have collections that we'll create in the app for gifts, and then you know once once Christmas passes passes, we will see a huge you know uh, uh, kick up in posting. You know, people trying regifting items, etc. And uh, we have, and we've done articles before in the past with uh, people who have um, used buns and only buns for Christmas, and oh, that's yeah. been their and that's been their goal is, is to just trade for everything and not spend a dime, and they can do it. That's right. awesome. Yeah, Isn't that yeah. Oh, I uh, I I find that we're just constant. Like, there's this giant societal pressure around Christmas just to buy as much as you humanly can. Yeah. And I made the mistake when I was in my early 20s uh, to max out a credit card in order to buy everyone in my family and my girlfriend at the time um, all of the gifts that they ever wanted. And I spent, you know, close to 10 years paying off that credit card. What did you um, buy them? <laughs> oh, you, don't even know. you know what? That's the thing. I don't know. And they don't know either. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. nobody remembers that Christmas better than any other Christmas that we've had. So for me, the consumerism part of Christmas is the part that drives me nuts. I love spending time with my family. I love having dinners together. I love everything else around it, but it's just the consumerism that drives me nuts. And I think buying, doing a buns Christmas, I might actually do that this year. I think that sounds like a great idea. Like buy nothing Christmas. Yeah, and that, I think I'm I'm almost positive that that was the title of the article, actually. Oh, really? Uh, because, yeah, because we did interview them afterward for the blog and just to you know see how it went for them, and they yeah they bought absolutely nothing. That's so yeah. great. Yeah, great. Yeah. Now, for for um you know for for yourself, Jeff, as well as Jess and Portia, you know, uh, you know, as we're having this conversation, and you know. Uh, I, I think that for myself, I'm comfortable to say that, you know, although I'm tongue in cheek saying, you know, consumerism is bad, uh, there's, you know, I'm also realizing that, no, um, of course, if if we need if we need something, of course, please get it. If it's within your means, of course, get it. If you really want something and it's within your means, go ahead. We're in the middle of a pandemic. If you want to buy <laughs> a $25,000 diamond, diamond encrypted mic, go ahead. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, I, I think, Jeff, you know, that's a, you know, as, as you very kindly shared of your own experience, it is that, again, you know, circling back to that thought of the pressure of, of spending and, um, you know, trying to do what, to do everything, so to speak. So... Mm -hmm. For for um, you know, as for, as we head into this Christmas season, uh, what are some tips that we can share with our listeners about 
you know, avoiding falling into that over-consumerism trap. Uh, some tips that perhaps we can share about using buns, about visiting thrift stores like Miscellany. Uh, what are what are some things that we can share with, with our listeners? Hmm. Well, I know um, when we started in 2009, I remember um, it was just before Christmas. It was in October. And I remember that Christmas. It's a thrift store. I mean, I don't think that a, th- a thrift store is not a place that you, you sell to people. I mean, mm. you don't go to, you know, if I walked in the thrift store and somebody asked me, um, you know, showed me some, it'd be like, yeah, that's really nice. I mean, I'm going to walk around till something, you know, till I fancy something. Right? Um, um, I remember that Christmas, um, we pulled out everything new that we had because people were not about to buy anything secondhand. And we were told, oh, no, I can't. I can't do that. I mean, you know, oh, I, oh, if I bought that, I could never tell them it was secondhand. Remember when regifting was a thing, like you couldn't tell somebody that somebody had given it to you and now you're giving it to them because you don't need it. And they would understand because it's like, well, what am I going to let it sit in my cupboard for? Yeah. And they would literally, you know, I mean, I've never taken offense to that, but I know some people who would. As opposed to, I think it started happening about... Uh, Six, seven years ago, whole families would come in um, in November, you know, mom, dad, you know, 2.2 kids, and they would just separate in the store. Everybody would have an hour and they would pick their things. And this is the shopping. This is for decorations. This is for, um, you know, presents. This is for whatever you needed for the the holiday because it was what Jeff said. It was it was it was about being together, spending time together. Um, not about consuming so much, you know, I mean, you know, you, you want those, you know, maybe you want the baubles that grandma have, you know, for that nostalgic, that whole feeling that you're supposed to get at Christmas, um, you know, the food's the same, the music is the same, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, now, now it's not a big deal to have families come in and really spend an hour, get the things that they need and that they're doing that purposefully. They're getting the Christmas game that they're going to play, the puzzle that they're going to build. They're getting everything all in one spot. And they're so happy. And, you know, um, I know it's not about money. This is a scary thing. This is Mm -hmm. what's interesting. It's not about money. People are really thinking about the environmental impact. They're like, we don't want to buy anything that we're going to, you know, throw paper here, throw this here. They're buying dish towels to wrap presents in. They're really thinking about it, you know? It's so really great. I think it's fabulous. Yeah, I always used to get uh, uh, crap from my family because I would always wrap the Christmas presents in newspapers, oh, yeah. um, and uh, they would they would always kind of laugh at me and think I was cheap. But I'm like, you're I'm buying paper for you to rip off of something and then throw in the garbage. <laughs> like, exactly. Why does this make any sense? To buy pretty paper for like, but it's that Instagrammable kind of social media, keeping up with the Joneses type thing, right? Like you actually did some research. So when I was doing, looking up the questions, I, I came, I came across the phrase keeping up with the Joneses. And I was like, where did that come from? Why do we say that? Um, and I found out that it's based on a comic strip uh, that ran from the 19, 1913 to 1940. 
um, that was called Keeping Up with the Joneses. What? That was was all about um, a family called the McGinnis family who were struggling to keep up with their next door neighbors, the Joneses. And the Joneses were richer than them. And they just wanted to have what the Joneses had. Oh, interesting. Is it weird that like my my heart aches for for the the poor family? Yeah. I'm like, oh no, this comic strip ran for thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> but that's we were we've been conditioned that way yeah. um, since the nineteen twenties, and well, way before that as well. But really, that whole white picket fence kind of idea that that you need to have that two car garage with blah 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 blah. Um, in order to be a functioning member of society um, has just been drilled into our head for so long. Yeah. And I, I think we're now starting to look like, like, like you were saying, um, Portia, that people aren't necessarily thinking, oh, you're cheap. So yeah. you're, you're buying um, from a thrift store. It's yeah. because you, you want to help the environment or, yeah. or you want to think outside the box as well. Maybe you just, uh, don't see the point of spending that much money on on a single holiday. Yeah, I I'm gonna agree with you because I mean I love Christmas. It's always been my favorite holiday because it was my parents' favorite holiday, mm. and it wasn't my parents' favorite holiday or mine because they bought us stuff. It was about mm. being together as a family and yeah. eating food and drinking a good drink and playing games and just having fun with your siblings and you, you know that just that whole connection. You know the smells and the the feeling of it all you know mm-hmm. so absolutely you know, I'm, I'm gonna agree with you there now uh speaking of thinking outside of the box sometimes it's sometimes we do that by thinking inside of the smartphone so, <laughs> uh not all of them are going to be winners uh but for <laughs> doing that you know uh uh jess with with buns, you know, again, as we head into the Christmas season, and you mentioned that there are articles that help people, you know, learn and discover how they can connect, yeah. use buns. You know, what what are some top of mind tips that you would uh, share to help users get the best experience out of using buns during this holiday season and beyond? So there's a couple of different ways. And if we're going to talk about the app specifically, uh, the Bonsai specifically, one of the best ways um, to find, to look for the items that you want and really keep an eye on them is a feature that we have called save searches. So you can create a search query and then you can save it. And once a day, uh, around 10, 11 a.m. your time, you'll get a notification if there are new posts with that, with your search query in there. So if you're looking for an iPhone or if you're looking for, you know, a specific shirt or whatever it is, you will get notified once a day when that has, when somebody has posted an item with your keywords. So, which is a really great way to, to swoop in, you know, as quickly as you can. Um, that's, that's a really helpful tool that uh, many people use. Um, and, uh, uh, just to jump in as well, something that mm-hmm. I find exciting about Buns is that uh, there's also bits. What are, what are bits? <laughs> so bits are an in-app token uh, that can be used as a, another medium of, medium of exchange. Um, obviously, the main uh, exchange is item for item. Um, but then you do have the gift card side of things as well. That's always been something that's, that um, exists. And as a way to you know kind of get around the no cash rules of funds, 
Um, BITS are, um, they're an in-app token that we built to help facilitate trades when a true trade, which is item for item, is not necessarily available. And it also does remove some of the risks that come with gift cards as well, because we have had issues in the past of people, you know, trading an item and getting an empty gift card. So, right. which, mm-hmm. which is not, that's, you know, not unique to bums that happens at the Craigslist marketplace anywhere else. Right. So right. this is a way that also helps lessen that risk. Right. So, and you can do it. You can have that be part of your exchange in app. Great. Hmm. I wonder how many points you would get for your uh, diamond microphone there, Daniel. <laughs> uh, I spent, how much did I say I spent? It? 25 grand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Now, um, you know, uh, I, again, you know, I, I think that now, you know, as we are recording this during, during a pandemic and, you know, we hope that everyone is staying as safe as possible. You know, my my thought is, you know, as much as we want to make sure that we're, again, everyone, please stay within your means. Uh, that is such a phrase that, like, it's always stuck with me, and I'm grateful that I was taught that as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I wish I would have been taught that in my 20s. Same. Hard <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Now, that said, I mean, um, uh, you know, is it... Is it okay to to sometimes buy ourselves, you know, again within our means? Is it okay to sometimes find or buy something for ourselves that will bring us some joy and some comfort? Even asking that question, I'm not sure what the answer is on that because there's a part of me that wants to say, yes, it is okay if if you you know if you want to. It's almost like comfort food, right? If you want to buy yourself a new video game to to uh, you know help you get through this long winter, um, if you if you want to buy yourself uh, a new or find yourself a, a used fleece blanket, get it for yourself to give yourself comfort. You know, should we really be? Uh, are there levels to consumerism that maybe we don't need to be as afraid or? Yeah, I think it's everything in moderation, right? Like, like if if you if you want to go out and and buy yourself a new video game, there's nothing wrong with that. There's mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with with giving EA money because they developed a game. But you know, there's nothing wrong with with buying uh, buying yourself something. But you know, within moderation, if you if you're you you're starting to buy so much stuff, even if you can't afford it. But you can't move around your house anymore because you have piles and piles of things you've bought everywhere. Then you know what? You might have a problem. Maybe you should stop buying things as much. Or if everything you need to buy is uh, made of gold and you need to spend money uh, to make yourself look like Donald Trump's house, uh, then then you know you might have a problem too. Maybe you should maybe you should think I don't need everything made of gold. Uh, maybe I could spend my money in other ways. I could help better uh, my community. Absolutely. Now, uh, th- that's a, one of my one of my uh, last questions that I have because I'm very curious. Uh, for for thrift stores and buns, you know, uh, what what sort of age demographics are using these apps and coming to these stores? Uh, you know, before you know, when I was growing up, it was always like, oh 
only you know like like older people were the ones using thrift stores uh you know um but has the demographics changed for this sort of thing everybody shops thrift everybody no we we and we have all ages with buns as well i mean you look at you'll see there's definitely a higher number of um millennials and gen z for sure um especially uni students but we we go right up there um between there's and so there's that we definitely have a very wide range of of in our age demographic it's and it's it's which is quite interesting because this was something that was started by millennials mm. yeah i'm i'm gonna agree i mean and the the the, 15, the 14 15 16 17 year olds are the ones who want the vintage Adidas jacket and the vintage jean jacket and oh my goodness, you know what I mean? So I mean they come in in packs, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. And our limit is like eleven, okay? So <laughs> packs, yeah, no, it's every age, every age. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Uh that that is heartening to me, you know, because it's as we you know, as as much as you know, as much as there is a place in the world, uh, and this is a whole other conversation, um, Jeff, that we'll do. Uh, fear, fear of uh, like what would be like fear of like Amazon or Walmart? Or oh Walmart. yeah, yeah. Fear, fear of uh, corporations. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. Fear but, of big box giants. Yeah. yeah. Fear um, of Jeff Bezos. Uh, speaking of uh jeff if you are listening to this, we uh, we are waiting on the reply for our pitch of having a fear of science amazon prime show please get back to us <laughs> you know uh I, it, it is heart it is heartening to, to hear and to know that you know uh, uh that communities are still able you know i anytime i visit a new city a new place uh you know, it's, I love visiting their thrift stores because, it's, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and, you know, same thing with buns, you know, like, uh, again, my, my wife uses it. One of my, uh, dearest friends, Brit, uh, one of our, our great friends, Brit, she uses it as well a lot. And, you know, it, it is heartening to know that these are still in place to help keep, the consumerism in check as it were because mm-hmm. in a way we are still able to consume but now we're consuming in different ways and consuming perhaps in in more ethical ways more more healthy ways and we're we're you know making that community we're making connections on buns we're we're making connections with the thrift store owners that we see every two to three days when we pop in um i think that that's really cool and i think that those it's good that those are still here in order to help keep stuff like amazon over shopping in check Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely well and i I think one of the amazing things about thrift store shopping is like i love i love going thrift store shopping in other cities as well is that it's kind of a snapshot of that community oh now that uh city like obviously you're gonna get you know, a bunch of old Navy clothes that you can get anywhere else, but you're also going to find those really unique items. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, uh, as we head towards the end of this episode, uh, thank you all for listening, of course. And we're very grateful to have uh, you, Jess, and you, Portia, 
joining us for this episode. Um, I'm. It is a it is a delight to be able to speak with with uh, with the both of you because I can feel your passion for your respective you know your respective communities uh, the the work that you do and I, I think that that's very uh, that's very heartening especially again as we head into this busy shopping season we of course encourage people to uh, to shop local shop uh, you know shop ethical and you know. Uh, shop smart mm-hmm. yeah. yes. now now for uh for our listeners for our listeners in vancouver who are looking for a great thrift store to check out uh, where can they go portia they can come to 1029 commercial drive as you said in the heart of commercial drive and uh, come check us out at miscellany finds wonderful yeah. and- on instagram at miscellany finds also wonderful thank you uh what? Uh, where can people learn more information about Buns? So you can find us at Buns.com. Uh, the app is available in both the App Store and the Google Play Store. Um, you can look us up on our blog, which is blog.buns.com. Uh, we have a number of articles that are there as well, just ex- and explaining our history, some of the really interesting things that we've done um in the past and uh it's a that's a really great place to you know kind of learn about what buns is and who we are wonderful and, what we're doing. and just to clarify it's b-u-n-z not b-u-n-s uh, or else you're going to find a lot of information about bakeries yes <laughs> i went to i went to buns.com and let me tell you uh, <laughs> they also said i could trade things but <laughs> I digress. Uh, of course, uh, and for ourselves, Jeff, uh, for this episode when it comes out, and if they're listening, they it is obviously out. But for more information about Fear of Science and our past catalogs, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on the social medias. We're at Science Fears on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And then, uh, yeah, the, the, you've already found this episode if you're listening to it, so you know where it is. <laughs> and of course, uh, if you are, depending on when you are listening to this, we wish you a happy holidays, a safe holidays, and a wonderful Christmas. Or we wish you a wonderful St. Patrick's Day. Have yourself a bit of green beer. <laughs> Again, my name is Daniel Chai. And I'm Jeff Porter. We are Fear of Science, and we will see you all again soon. Goodbye, everybody.